0: the skill economy, where you get paid based on your skill. Right now, in the American workforce is 36% of the workforce are actually doing some type of freelance work. And by 2027, it's estimated that 50% of the American workforce are going to be doing some type of freelance work. That basically means they are being doing some work, they're getting paid for on contract, they're freelancers. But here's what people actually don't tell you. Most of the freelance work, more than 90% are actually low income, which means they're paid almost less than minimum wage. The reason for that is because most of it is what we call low income skills. There are skills that don't require a lot of training, don't, don't require a lot of refinement. Uh, these are tasks like transcription, transcribing a video, to words, uh, admin tasks, virtual assistants, PAs, all these tasks are being paid less than minimum wage. But if you want to become a freelancer, if you want to become highly paid, You got to focus on what we call high income skills. A Philippine podcast show, dedicated to help you thrive for greatness. greatness.
1: This guy is phenomenally passionate about what he does.
0: How freaking amazing (laughs) she is. So skilled and so qualified and I highly recommend him
2: without a doubt, the best funnel builder
0: I've ever come across. Yeah, really, in, really into the detail and cannot recommend him highly enough. lightning was efficient and fast, but he understood the project. The person who built our entire funnel from beginning to end, and has been with us since day one, is Jameer. Nothing but Up, Nothing the, but podcast. up. the podcast, the podcast, the podcast, with your host, Jameer Angelo. Jameer Angelo.
2: Jameer Angelo. I'm always flexing.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This is Jameer Angelo, your host for Nothing But Up The Podcast. And you are tuning in today to episode number 23. And I am coming to you live here from a simple home office in the province of South Cotabato now this is the second episode for uh 2021 and i hope you guys are having a good start of the year uh you know with with all the things um happening in the world right now um i mean with the pandemic you know people losing their jobs the financial crisis that we're in you know i dearly feel for all of you guys so but there's always hope and uh, just hang in there. I know we'll get past this, uh, you know, uh, situation that we're all in. Um, anyway, for myself, I really couldn't complain. I mean, I started my year strong. I was able to sustain my pace. Um, super thankful for constant, you know, projects coming in. Um, extremely busy, and uh, but I guess uh, it's a good problem. Uh, good problem to have. And you see, we are here today. I mean, in this podcast, because, you know, this show aims in uh, trying to get the best in you all the time. And every freaking episode we roll out, I almost, you know, actually almost lost traction uh, when I took a break for, I think, nearly about two weeks, I believe, uh, with, you know, the Christmas break and uh, the new year. Uh, but, you see, my wife and my partner, Macy, was, you know, was, was all throughout with me. I mean, pushing me through to keep doing what I'm doing and what I do best. So, Macy, all props to you. Thank you so much for the support. And, uh, you see, it was just sad that I had to pause for a while, you know, because uh, I had to kind of, like, rethink uh, for a second there about, you know, releasing... Uh, my online course because I got caught up with you know with life and got so busy with projects I was also dealing with with some health issues uh, personally so I know I shared this over uh, from our previous episodes before before and uh, but you need you know dealing with diabetes is no joke literally i mean the discipline of having to take your medication religiously having to wake up early in the morning do your exercise you know jogging boxing and having to control your eating habits um, it was indeed such a struggle for me and even up until this stage Uh, but it's been like over six months now and uh, i kind of like getting the hang of it Um, but every time i wake up in the morning it's still a It's still a struggle for me. So, that is exactly the reason why I kind of like held off, you know, launching my online course uh, for a bit. Um, But actually, I already shot some videos, you know, took some photos to use for my ads and promos. We went to Bukidnon not too long ago to do the shoot uh, with my crew. And uh, we traveled for hours and hours to get there. And uh, when we went home, I found out that all of the video clips and footage were gone. So it was a real bummer. Uh, took it, actually, actually took it as a sign, uh, as a sign. Well, when I saw that every single one of it was deleted, you know, uh, from, uh, from our hard drive. So um, yeah, it was, it was such a pain, but you see right now, right now though, I have two students on my wing, uh, namely Joff and Renz. Guys, shout out to you, uh, to my very promising students, uh, you know, with funnel building and funnel hacking. Uh, Keep on learning, guys. I know we just started, uh, but I know you'll get there um, eventually. Anyway, let's dive right in to uh, our topic today. And uh, today, let's talk about a little more about freelancing. Um, Perhaps let's also talk about, you know, the perks of having to work from home You see, it's really dynamic and unique for each and one of us uh, working from home, uh, freelancing. And for some, one of the major perks I feel is not having to deal with the crazy traffic in the metro, especially guys from Manila or Cebu, uh, as an example, and you know, speaking of the metro, uh, we have M Veiannueva, the co-founder and co-host of the podcast show, Stories After Swipe Right. She's from the Metro and uh, she has been freelancing since 2016. Uh, her niche is within learning and development, uh, specifically learning design and uh, e-learning. It is also a very lucrative industry especially when you know the pandemic hit everyone shifted to online learning so it has been or it was a great year uh for the industry last uh, 2020 last year and uh we'll get her on her show later today and let's learn more about you know about that uh industry and I'm also kind of like intrigued by her podcast show uh as well so super super interested in uh, finding out more about it uh, but first um, as, as i've mentioned let's let's talk more about the perks of freelancing so why are people going crazy over having to transition online and i mean not just for job seekers in general for but also for business owners uh, as well you see when the pandemic hit uh, the realization kicked in to to all of us and yes uh including myself it hit me so hard actually uh, i I felt like I needed to speak out and become a voice somehow I felt like I needed to help people and having this as a medium uh could literally you know uh, reach out to people and shed some light or maybe some some uh, sharing some learnings and tips and advices on uh, staying really positive, uh, you know, always. And, uh, you know, breaking the barrier of, uh, you know, really achieving uh, one's breakthrough uh, in life. And uh, although I've been, you know, freelancing for, for almost uh, a decade now, I, I still am continuously learning. But one thing I can probably say to everyone starting out um, is that you really have to have the skills to make it through freelancing. I don't know about you guys, but I mean, uh, I could probably speak for myself only. But, you know, when when it comes to that, I I personally, I really don't settle for less. Um, I I don't know if if it's a good trade. Hopefully it is. Um, but I always really aim for what's best for me. What's best for me is, you know, at least at this current stage of my life, is to really have a solid income stream, um, to make more money, to save, uh, to invest. That is in those are indeed a, a top priority uh, on my list. And you might be asking me, why are she, why are you so money driven? Well guys for one I have 6 kids. 3 of them will be entering one of them is actually in college right now. Uh, the, the, uh, the the second and the third one are you know heading into college uh, venturing to college life. And guys imagine the tuition the tuition fees that I have to endure as a parent. And man I'm not getting any younger too so I really need to hustle While I still can. I am so driven to earn. You know, save and invest. Because I'm looking out for my kids' future. And I don't want them to experience all the shitty situations I've been through. uh, um, Probably half of my life. Um, You you know, having to go to college with only 30 pesos allowance daily. Um, Having to always go to the dean's office to submit promissory letters to pay for my tuition fee uh, which comes always late uh just to take my exams having having to walk you know uh heading to to my campus uh, because I needed to save save my fare and instead of spending it as a fare i'd probably and would love to spend it for my food so i had to do all those sacrifices when I was when I was in college, so it was truly a tough, a tough life. Uh, you know, remembering those days. And uh, now, since I have the avenue and uh, the money-making machine in front of me, I'm, I'm making the most out of this. And for everybody that is just starting out, I think there's only one main tip I can offer you, and uh, to excel with freelancing. And if you are someone like me that does not settle for less and dream of earning big, you have to master a skill, at least one, right? And at, at the start of this podcast episode, you heard a snippet of you know a video from a fle- freelancer himself explaining to us that freelancing is a skill economy. And to excel, you need to master at least one high-income skill. What are those? Well, to to name some, uh, you got digital marketing. What else? Social media marketing, graphic designing, website designing, Shopify, again, a very in-demand skill set these days, Um, Amazon FBA, um, and even e-commerce, which is really doing good, you know, for the past few years. But on top of my list is funnel building, uh, the skill of building out sales funnels and offering it as a service to clients, which is exactly what I am doing right now. And uh, to give you a little backstory, and I know most of you know about this, um, I started out like most of you, right? I uh, started out as a virtual assistant, um, you know, earning around two dollars and fifty cents. Ah, uh, this was way back twenty twelve, but prior to that, I was a security guard uh, previously, and I was like earning four thousand five hundred pesos monthly less the taxes and shit, if you know what I mean. So, from that, fast forward, I am at currently at one hundred fifty dollars an hour, and I close multiple projects. You know, fixed fixed project projects, minimum of about five thousand uh, dollars per project. And uh, I also uh, do a consultation, uh, a 30-minute 30, a 30 consultation call with me. I do charge $500 for that. And you see, guys, we all started somewhere. I started from the bottom, but there's no other way but up. Hence the name of this podcast show, Nothing But Up. So, guys, I mean, <laughs> enough about me. Let's uh, try and get a brilliant mind on board with us uh, today. I am so excited to have her uh, on her show. Shout out to our podcast BH community. Um, I met her there, actually. I was looking for someone who has been freelancing for a while, too, and uh, I immediately reached out to her um, in the hopes of having her on her show, and gladly uh, she said yes to us. So um, for now, let's try and uh, grab or get a quick break and let's try to he- hear a word from our sponsor.
3: As they say, food takes people to places. So during these crazy times, one can take his taste buds on a trip to Western Visayas by trying out one of its specialties. If you've ever been to Negros Occidental you may have already tried its famous comfort food. Can't see. It's a dish made with slow-cooked beef shanks and deep sour broth soup. Bacolod City is particularly famous for kansi. an iconic alongo dish that is now available in Cebu. Good news for Cebu news Onos. For Cebu you can onos. now indulge with a bowl or two of kansi and Cebu. Introducing holes Can Can Located in the heart of Cebu Open to serve you daily to order, visit and message them on Facebook Satisfy your craving and relieve that stress away. Coles cancer an iconic longo dish that is now available in Cebu. Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, welcome back to the show. This is Nothing But Up, the podcast. You're tuned in to episode number 23. And guys, let's not hold this off any longer, I guess. Uh, today, we'll be talking about freelancing, the industry, the perks of having to work from home, and the pros and cons uh, you know, of being one. And of course, I am also so intrigued by her podcast show too. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and talk about it uh, later on our show uh, today. Uh, but man, I am so honored and uh, pleased to to have her guest um, on today's show. She has been a freelancer since 2016 within the learning and development industry. Uh, she graduated uh, BA linguistics. From UP Diliman uh, in Quezon City, uh, she's been doing international learning and development projects for U.S.-based companies, companies like Trainee City, uh, HR.com, and Pound. She's also a learning designer for Canva and the co-host of the podcast "Stories After Swipe Right." The stunning. Miss M. Valiant Weba. Welcome to the show, M. I appreciate you for being here.
2: That's too much flattery from, from your <laughs> introduction. I feel like the the credentials are true but the stunning part very relative but you know on, my, my partner along. says yes yeah, so okay i'll i'll take that but thank you so much i'm so so excited to be here thank you Jameer, for having me
1: awesome i'm really really happy uh to have you and i know it's been really short notice but again you really made time uh, for us. And for my audience, it. you know, listening to yes. uh, the episode today. So anyway, before we kick things off tonight, mm-hmm. um anyone you'd want to you want to greet uh today?
2: Oh, well, your listeners. I mean, hi everybody. You know, it's so it's so great to be here. It feels nice to to be on this show. I, I really love your podcast. You know, I feel like talking about freelancing is so mm. powerful because, you know, it's it's a very liberating um way to, to earn money and I'm I so happy to be here. So to all of your listeners, hello. And just wanna do a quick shout out to my fiance, the other half of Stories After Swipe, right? He's just sitting in front of me. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> awesome awesome man thanks mm-hmm. for that and again uh, again it's a really great compliment uh you know you liking <laughs> the, yeah, the uh, my it's, podcast it's so
2: absolutely wonderful that. niche for a podcast and i feel like you are really the person to talk about it it's, i I, when i listen to your podcast it's really just you have a lot of insights and you know i feel like it's very helpful to a lot of freelancers out there
1: yeah for real and coming from you who's been who's been on for quite a while too that's again that's a, a, another great we're kind of like shooting compliments tonight <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't know if that's the if that's a trend for everybody but you know heartfelt heartfelt yeah, heartfelt
1: heartfelt Coming from here, you know. But anyway, um, uh, again, great to have you. So, thank you. Let's let's try to kick things off now. uh, Formally, Mm -hmm. so I think one of the probably one of the first questions I have in mind uh, Mm -hmm. is to perhaps ask you, you know, the the perks of freelancing are indeed Mm -hmm. unique for each and every one of us. But I want to pick your brain about this. Um, But for you, what are the benefits of having to work from home? And doing freelance jobs?
2: Oh so many benefits actually that's why I've been you know doing it for quite some time. The first Mm -hmm. for me is to really just stay at home you know. (laughs) Um, I live in Manila and as we all know the traffic is just hellish right so imagine like commuting two hours just to go to work work for like eight hours and then have to go home for another two hours so that's just your entire day and Mm -hmm. i feel like when i started doing you know freelancing it opened up a lot of doors for me because now that i'm working remotely now that i'm working from home I felt like, hey, I could literally do this anywhere. So that's mm-hmm. actually one of my ultimate goals, you know, to live like a laptop lifestyle where mm-hmm. I can bring my work anywhere in the world. Like if I want to go to Japan or if I want to migrate to the U.S., it's something mm-hmm. that I can keep doing, mm-hmm. right? So to me, that's one of the things that I really love most about freelancing, the, the, just the freedom to work from anywhere, Plus, you know, um, and again, there are many kinds of freelancing opportunities. But as for me, because I work with, you know, U.S.-based clients, international clients, the money is really good, to be honest. Yeah. The money is really good because, you know, usually we're paid in dollars. Uh, And I guess the other non-monetary benefit for me is the learning like i really enjoy working with you know these clients that i meet these amazing amazing very talented people that i meet Mm -hmm. and i feel like i've been very blessed with the clients that i've had the the privilege of working with so far because they're all very nice and they you know it's just i feel like, I, I sharpen my, my tools every mm-hmm. time I get to work with them because I learn new things. I I They train me as well, you know. So, these are precious things that I wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to maybe, you know, get from like a normal kind of work setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's it's just literally the freedom as well. So, if you're a freelancer, you know, if you don't particularly like the project or like the client you I can know. say no right because you're not bound to to like a an employment or you know mm. you can say no you can choose your client so i think that's that's something that i really love about freelancing
1: awesome insights right? and uh, by the way do you uh, solely work with us clients only or you know some other you know countries
2: no i work with well, at the moment,
1: mm-hmm.
2: let me look back. At the moment, yeah, U.S. clients. I actually have, sorry, I have a a partner. Um, I'm a freelancer for like a BPO company, a local BPO company. I do uh-huh. stints for them from time to time, like projects. But of course, that BPO, their clients are international. So for sure, yeah. at the moment, U.S. and Australia. Yeah.
3: Nice. Hmm. Nice.
1: And I mean wow appreciate you the for the insight. I think I couldn't agree more. when right? the, when, the, when, the mon- when it comes to the monetary side of things.
2: I, yeah, I heard <laughs> that you you kind of like shrieked a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it is
3: true, yeah, right?
1: It is true. It is true. And uh, although at some at some point um, and I, I think we all started somewhere. Um, yeah. I, but I could only probably speak for myself. Because mm-hmm. uh, when I started, it really started slow, uh, really low, low. Uh, when it comes to you know the pay, but you know as mm-hmm. years went by mm-hmm. and as I was able to hone my skills, you know was I I was able to to charge pretty high, of um, course, up until mm-hmm. this stage. But if we come and go back to, uh, and I believe you started freelancing twenty sixteen, yeah. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. And if you were to look back, um, say again, twenty sixteen when you started, would you probably try and do things differently to start off your freelancing uh, journey or career?
2: Uh, not entirely differently. I'd probably just be a lot more inquisitive, you know, like ask mm. more questions, really be more proactive with, with all the works, right? Because uh-huh. when I started, when I was um, just starting out as a freelancer, uh, I was... Like a freelancer for, again, this particular um, BPO company Uh in the Philippines. So I was kind of like a a freelance contract. They just call me when there's a new account and they need, you know, learning programs developed. Um, And I didn't really bother, you know, asking and being proactive. I was just like, okay, you know, give me the project. I didn't really know any better. You know, and mm-hmm. then I didn't negotiate my rate. I didn't negotiate my hours or my working setup. I didn't mm-hmm. do any of that shit. I just said yes, okay, cool. I want to do that, right? Um, but it was it was a f- very very fruitful experience. Uh, also, I said yes because I I know like the the head the manager. Mm-hmm. You know, she was my former manager when I was still in corporate, mm-hmm. and she's just amazing. And I you know anytime I get to work with her, I'm happy to do that. So. Now, looking back, if mm-hmm. I were kind of like given a chance to redo everything, that's probably the thing that I'd redo, you know, ask. Ask the business side of things. Ask, mm-hmm. is this great the final one? Maybe, you know, I could. <laughs> like because I guess I didn't really know any better. I, I, I was just starting out. My skills were not up to the, where mm-hmm. they're at right now.
1: So, and probably, Emma, I think it has may have something to do with with uh, who offered you the job. Maybe because right? you guess know the person. Also, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I guess probably. that's also a factor. Um, and yeah, I mean, my skills-wise, <laughs> <laughs> the the things that I know to do now, it, I it I was just like a noob back then. All I, I all I knew. Uh, was just what powerpoint and very mm-hmm. basic learning stuff now you know just more the fancier ones so i could like charge better maybe you know say uh-huh. no projects because i feel like i've come a long way so yeah probably just asking more questions
1: nice nice and i think uh speaking about learning now this mm-hmm. is uh w- when we spoke by the way first time yeah. uh, when i chatted you um, I, I really didn't know more about the niche until you brought it up. Yeah. I did my own little research in some way, uh, mm-hmm. checked it out. Because, you know, again, every day is always going to be a learning curve course, uh, for course. me. So let's probably talk more about that. Learning design and mm-hmm. e-learning. How did you go about, you know, entering this industry? And mm-hmm. how did you find out that, you know, it, it is somehow going game. to be? Yeah, a, a, a very lucrative very industry. Lucrative niche.
2: Yeah. Um my corporate background is I I used to be a corporate trainer um for, you know, for a BPO. And so mm. I've always been fascinated about learning. I guess I didn't I didn't realize it when I was younger, but I feel like you know, teaching and then mm-hmm. learning is really my passion. Like, I I enjoy being able to share what I know. I enjoy talking to people, hence the podcast, you know. Obviously. I enjoy, <laughs> right? I enjoy um, just really that, that learning exchange, you know. Not not mm. just teaching, but also being on the receiving end of learning. And so, when I was a trainer, um, there was a a right before i resigned there was like a brief brief period where i was um already asked to kind of like develop you know Mm -hmm. curriculum develop materials for the learning or the training programs i and again i didn't know any better it's just okay sure Mm -hmm. and then after i resigned i was i went back to my province which is in Mindoro, Mm -hmm. and I kind of like had my own startup a little bit but again you know it's it's in the province so it's not as Ooh. high paying and it's not as it's a startup you know you know that, what high yeah. startups are. <laughs> so I I I opened um, I opened my my doors to freelancing and
3: mm-hmm.
2: again the first person that reached out to me was my former manager and she was like Hey, do you want to do a freelance project for us? We're looking for more um, learning designers. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like just pretended that, that I know what she's talking about. I was like, <laughs> sure, I can do that. I'm like, just teach me. I I could do that. You know, just I was just saying yes to any opportunity that come, came my way. And so um she, I was I was with them for with that project for like a good two years, I think. Yeah, a good nice. two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I learned everything, kind of like um, they were also, you know, teaching us the, the tips and tricks of, of the industry. Yeah. And so, when, And I again, I love learning. So, I really kind of like did my own research, tutorials. Mm-hmm. I'm very self-taught. And so, now, I realize that, oh my gosh, this is the future of learning, right? <laughs> so, especially when the pandemic hit.
1: Because, yes. Couldn't agree more.
2: Yeah, right? So, because for example for schools right they had to ch- to shift to online learning to e-learning and then corporate yeah. trainings as well corporate trainings had to shift to virtual instructor led or a self-based course and then there's a boom of say udemy linkedin yeah. learning stuff like that and these, yeah, those
1: yeah, stuff.
2: exactly and these are the things that i do so we i personally mm. develop. You know, learning materials to, to be consumed online, self-paced, mm-hmm. sometimes a little bit of, you know, virtual instructor-led, but generally mm-hmm. um, online learning. And so I I had to to learn um, how to kind of like create these um, e-learning materials, like gamification, gamifying mm-hmm. a, a lesson. And
1: wow, I found out…
2: Yeah, I found out that it's a promising industry because uh, <laughs> I, I I actually wasn't I was offered kind of like these rates, and I again I was just you know banking on my confidence and my yeah. will to learn. I'd be just saying yes, you know, I'll figure it out later on. Just <laughs> say. <laughs> And then I realized that oh my gosh, this is very promising because a lot, a lot of people, a lot of companies are looking for someone who can help them migrate mm-hmm. everything to online learning. And mm-hmm. so
1: I'm
2: like, yeah, this is this this could be it for me. You know?
1: <laughs> no, you you know what? I really hate to say this, mm-hmm. but w- when the pandemic hit, it really you know kind of like turned the tables around, uh, especially for you know, trying to earn something online yeah. and, uh, I really couldn't imagine, you know, even my kids, you know, my son, uh-huh. my son's here, mm-hmm. they have literally switched into e-learning now, you know, yeah, right? with your modules and stuff like that. Um, but when you share this over, I mean, when, when, during our first conversation, when it, you know, mm-hmm. chatted you over uh-huh. on messenger, I was like, wow, definitely, it, it is definitely a very <laughs> lucrative. Yeah, Yeah. I
2: I also feel like, and I could be wrong, to be honest, but I feel like in the country, there's not as much, you know, instructional designers or learning designers as compared to, let's say, virtual assistants or data entry people or.
1: Yes, I think the ratio is 90 over 10, maybe. Uh, 90 <laughs> with virtual assistants, 10 with e-learning. Yeah, probably,
2: with probably like that. So, you know, market is good because uh, there's not really many the of competition, us. Yeah, yeah,
1: competition a good, chunk, a good
2: chunk of, I guess, instructional and learning designers are already, mm-hmm. say, in corporate. So, obviously, they're tied to, yeah. to whatever <laughs> their company gives them. Uh-huh. But for freelancers, you know, we're... I don't think we're it's a different
1: story it is a different story (laughs) so
2: i I came to the game early on so that's that's pretty good (laughs) lucky for you
1: lucky (laughs) for you (laughs) right (laughs) yeah because you know i think uh i don't know if i've shared this over but uh yeah i've been through the corporate uh world as well myself uh been in the bpo business for uh, Mm -hmm. over eight years and uh-huh. then uh, decided to go and run freelancing when I went over here from Cebu. Uh-huh. Thing. Decided to move here in South Cotabato for good. You know, mm-hmm. got married, had a son, you mm-hmm. know, had my own family. And yeah. um, I couldn't, you know, thank the man above enough. I know. This. I mean, imagine if we somehow decided and mm-hmm. stuck to the corporate industry. At mm-hmm. this, I'm not saying that, you know, some of the listeners on my show might still be connected to the ppo industry right yeah. now but they're looking to do you know freelancing maybe
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but i'm not telling you that you know those guys really made a bad decision I mean, you know, i'm just speaking for myself here mm-hmm. um i think i really, literally made a uh, one of the best decisions ever in my life uh,
2: i know i, I feel you there time. i feel you there really like every time i look back and think that when when I started doing that, I felt bigger. If you know what I mean, like I could do more, I could be yeah. more, I could earn more, I could learn more things. I, I just I couldn't you know, thank you know the universe enough for like bringing me these opportunities and really just opening up the doors to to being able to do what I do now, right?
1: Correct, correct, exactly. I feel you you there, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, um, you know, with with. Uh with all the things that you've been through. I mean, wi- working with a corporate industry now and having to switch, running uh running into the freelancing community and tapping into this industry. Um what do you probably consider as your biggest uh breakthrough as far as your freelancing career is concerned?
2: Ooh, that's a really great question. What what constitutes a breakthrough anyway? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it's like it's different for everybody. Um Okay, uh I hmm that's a tricky question because I I can go, you know, in different directions like I know uh, right Okay, let's let's talk about breakthrough as a rewarding career, you know? I'm just going to yes. be very honest, very real, right? I've been I telling agree. all of your listeners that, you know, freelancing, especially with what I do, is a very lucrative business or, like, um, profession. So, to me, I felt like I, I had a breakthrough when I kind of reached a steady rate of, like, six digits a month just because of what I'm doing. I mean, obviously for freelancing it's not like a stable, it's not like forever, but yeah. when I had this project that would pay me like that I felt like wow, wow <laughs> this is wonderful that I could do it, right? From my home in my pajamas Exactly you know
3: what I mean? what I'm thinking.
2: <laughs> so that, that, that was one, one thing that I remember very well when I saw that my PayPal account was set that amount of money. I was like, wow. Wow. Um, The other, you know, breakthrough that I consider is when one of my clients from HR.com, she's a, she's our like chief learning officer. So she's Mm -hmm. amazing. Really very intelligent woman. She's a PhD, you know, in education. She's amazing. And I, so I'm a freelancer for them. They have like, full-time employees but i as a freelancer she gave me a project to lead and i felt wow. so honored because i'm not a full-time employee and full-time employees they're the only ones that get to lead a project right mm-hmm. because you're facing um you know all all the stuff all the works. yeah and she gave me one and she was like i think you're ready to lead a project and i'm like are you sure <laughs> and I, was so, I was so flattered because i i am the only you know, freelancer um, in the project lead uh, group. So mm-hmm. I feel very hon- honored, and I it, to me it wow. was such a breakthrough because I feel like n- not not that I'm not a freelancer anymore, but I feel like even as a freelancer, I mm-hmm. make a difference. You know that I I'm not just an outsider for these clients; that I I'm really part of their group. So I felt like. I'm doing significant work and meaningful work. So, oh, God. That's really nice. Yeah.
1: That's pretty nice. I mean, if you really come to think of it, right? You're hey. not a regular employee per se yes. uh, for, mm-hmm. for that nature. And mm-hmm. you were given the opportunity to lead a project for them. Wow. Yes. And, guys, <laughs> listen, listen closely to what M shared over. The first breakthrough, if we may want to I go know, back I to have that. To be honest. It's a yes, common... Yes, some, some freelancers uh-huh. I, I know uh, literally question uh, somehow uh-huh. how we are making... That's usually the case, right?
3: Uh-huh. They I, ask us, I,
1: how are you making money if you're just staying home? And why in the hell are you earning such a huge amount of money mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But just staying at home? And it's pretty hard to explain, especially if those guys really doesn't have the background to, you know, uh, yeah to know more about it and uh we got M over here laid us yeah, everything
2: that, you guys you know again it's not the case for everybody but you know i i work my ass off man i really work Dude. hard so I, to me when that happened it just really it was a logical thing for me. It wasn't like, whoa, I got paid this much. I mean, I really work hard. I really, you know, <laughs> hone my craft, hone my skills. Mm-hmm. So it's not like out of the blue. So, you know, it's not easy money. I wouldn't say it's easy money, but it's a very promising opportunity to earn good money.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the answer, guys. That's yeah. that is the answer. So you know, if you're if, still
2: having second thoughts, might as well start now, right? So yeah. And, and I mean, think there's no
1: better way or maybe there's no better uh date to start mm-hmm. than now, yes, considering that- if you're you know if you're still kind of like tied up to yeah. whatever industry you're in and mm-hmm. if you're really in the peak of resigning yeah. then probably th- this is another medium uh mm-hmm. to take a look at exactly uh, for sure. mm-hmm. well um thank you so much for those yeah. For those Amazing yeah, I mean, insights. If
2: they're having second thoughts, you know, now's the time. I'm giving you the nudge. This is the message from the universe. Go for it, right? <laughs> if you're still having doubts of, let's say, setting up your Upwork profile or any other mm-hmm. freelance profiles, go and do it now. Yeah,
3: right?
1: Go for it, guys. Go for it. I mean, you're not going to be losing anything. As, as a matter of fact, you're going to be gaining not just, you know, maybe with with, with experience maybe mm-hmm. or, you know, Again, mm. you're not losing anything. There's too much uh, yeah. to gain. If
2: it doesn't and, work out, then you know, yeah. just try again or choose another path.
1: For sure, for sure. I mean, yeah. that's the game of life in general. Absolutely. But um, and it's it's a great it's a it's a great thing that you tap into talking about skill because you know mm. freelancing is a skill economy, and you see to yes. excel, so you do- need to master at least one high income skill. So, um, yeah. what are the tips that you can probably share with our listeners today to help them with their hopes of, you know, trying to establish a career uh, in freelancing?
2: Okay. Uh, I, I would have to agree that when you said that it's a skill economy, absolutely. Like, <laughs> you'd yes. have to imagine <laughs> how many freelancers are out there. For example, especially if you're using, let's say, Upwork or any other freelance platforms, mm-hmm. right? It's like Facebook. They're looking at a bajillion profiles, right? And good logic there. You make yourself stand out, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, to me personally, it's important to find a niche that you know you can do for a long time, right? So, for example, um, there was a time I wanted to do uh, like. I wanted to discover SEO, marketing, Mm -hmm. et cetera. I wanted to try that because it's a very, again, promising, you know, niche or industry, but -hmm. I know that it's just too much for me to, it's, it's, it's a lot of work for me to, to get there. So I was like, maybe this isn't something that I I would want right now because at this time of my life, this is what I need, right? Like I say, I need, you know, uh, money. I need, I need good income. So, Mm -hmm. I. just really find your 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 thing your niche mm-hmm. what what do you think you're good at or what mm-hmm. skill do you already have that you feel like you can hone even more without really you know taking a lot of your time or really just um it's, it's you're almost there like it's you know you're you're just right and there's just a tiny nudge that you can do to really excel, right? So find that niche, find something that you can can do well or you want to do well and mm-hmm. really work hard, you know, man. You really got to put in the effort. Again, like I said, it's, it's pretty much like any other job, you know. If you're not good at it, especially in freelancing, mm-hmm. if you're not performing, they're just going to kick you out. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right away.
2: <laughs> right away because you're a freelancer, they're not tied by any law yeah. or whatever to, you know, kick you out. So, it's important to work hard, have amazing work ethics. That's very important yeah. for me. Have amazing work ethics because no matter how skilled you are, if you don't know how to, you know, say number one sell yourself to your yeah. clients, negotiate your, your rate or negotiate your working conditions you're gonna have a hard time right yeah. if you also say you know you don't finish your work on time or you're not good with the, your client relationship that's also not gonna work out for you so yeah. work is super duper important
1: awesome. yeah. so work awesome. hard
2: and have great work ethics
1: again uh, powerful powerful <laughs> insights <laughs> From no other than M here. Uh, and take it from her, guys. I mean, you know, since 2016, she's been freelancing. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's just been into the pedestal. She's in now. It's all because of those, uh, you know,
2: yeah. And that's not to say that I, I stumble along the way, you know. I also still get challenging clients. Or I also get flagged for things that I couldn't say you know i couldn't do uh, in in terms of like standards of clients i still i still stumble along the way but the important thing is that when these things come to light say when i feel like okay this is what i wasn't able to do or i still couldn't do this how can i work around that or what what can i do at this moment to kind of like break that obstacle right so Mm -hmm. Really, about working working hard and loving what you do. Very important, loving yeah. what you do.
1: I yeah. think it's one of it too. One of it too. Uh, you gotta love what you do. Otherwise, you're gonna be ending it up pretty soon. <laughs> exactly. I so. It's easy to quit. So. It's
2: easy to throw in the towel when you're freelancing,
1: right? So true,
2: true. Yeah.
1: Awesome. I love what you do. <laughs> wow. Guys, tons of bombs being thrown <laughs> your way tonight. And, uh, Again, uh, I think I've really made the best, best decision ever uh, to have Em in her show today. Oh, thank you. Just just imagine the things that was being shared over to you today. Mm -hmm. If you're listening and tuned (laughs) into her show today, Uh, I mean, we should have told them
2: to kind of like get a pen and paper, right? So restart, restart this episode. Get a pen and paper.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Again, very valuable tips that everybody mm-hmm. could always digest on this uh, podcast episode uh, today. But um, look, apart from the freelancing topic mm-hmm. that I did promise everybody uh, over here, I really couldn't help but you know uh, tap to this other topi- topic that I really wanted to know more about. Let's probably talk about your podcast show.
3: Oh, Stories After whatever.
1: Swipe Right. Yeah. What is the story behind?
2: Absolutely. I would love to talk about my podcast. So um, my podcast is called Stories After Swipe Right. Uh, I am mm. the co-host of that podcast. The other host of that podcast is my fiance, um, Alex Pedron. He, he and I met on an online dating app, right? Uh-huh. That's why it's called Stories After Swipe Right. And Alex and I, even before we got together, we, we you know, we're really online daters. We, mm-hmm. we are very active on, on online dating apps and we felt like we wanted to talk about it, you know. We wanted to, the, like the goal or the vision of our podcast is to mm-hmm. break that stigma around online dating. Right, especially in the country.
1: Because, especially in the country, I agree. Yeah,
2: yeah. because I don't know. I feel like Filipinos would still have that notion that if you met online, it's not as real. It's not as authentic as you know I when agree. you There's, met. There online. are some notions to
1: that, yeah.
2: So that's what we're trying to do. We wanted to normalize online dating, and Alex and I actually we are a pandemic couple. We got together. Ooh, they- and- first week of the pandemic and look at us now just like 10 <laughs> in, we got engaged you we know got
1: engaged Congratulations. this guy
2: yeah really just wanted to put a ring on it and... <laughs> <laughs> no but but it just it, it happened um the best way that it could so yeah awesome,
1: awesome stuff and again i think this is if i'm not mistaken because i haven't done my research but so far, this is the only podcast show I have ever came across with mm-hmm. uh, that really talks about the dating, you know, the dating game in the country.
2: Yeah, uh, and- I, I think so, you know, at least focused on online dating. I mean, there are other dating and relationship podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, we're really kind of like focused on online dating and how you grow from, you know, how 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 normal it is for uh, just pretty much like any other relationship. So that's mm. what we're trying to, to talk about. These are the topics that we have in our podcast. And it's as real as it gets, you know. We really talk about... Um we really have authentic conversations in our podcast right. we talk about problems that you face with your significant other um mm. and also like how you set up your dating profile what should you look for mm-hmm. should you have sex on the first date if you met on a dating app stuff like that so
1: <laughs> nice, yeah, nice, interesting, interesting. <laughs> interesting enough. I mean, it may come so, uh, it may come so liberated for for some, but I mean, guys, that is just the 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 reality of the situation right you now. Know. I mean,
3: yeah, that's where we're right? trying. I to mean,
1: promote. the pandemic, you know, dealing with boredom, maybe,
3: maybe, and, uh,
2: absolutely. absolutely, yeah. We also talked about that, you know, like dating in the new normal. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: I hate to ask you this, but do do you uh, w- was it really tough uh, at first? I mean, trying to hook up online and during the pandemic, especially.
2: Uh, so we <laughs> were on an online dating app called Okay Cupid,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I think it was just probably. So, remember when the president announced that that we're going to go on lockdown, like on a Friday, it was announced on a Monday, it's going to be lockdown, right? So, that kind of like weekend, I was on my dating app and it kind of matched with this guy, read his profile, was so impressed, he's so intelligent and he's very cute, obviously, that's why I swiped right. Mm -hmm. And so… um. I uh, I wasn't really actively, you know, looking. It's just to pass time because I was kind of priming myself that okay, we're gonna be on lockdown. Mm. I'm not gonna be able to go out and do anything, so might as well pass time. I think uh, after like three, four days, a week after that, we started talking uh, on the dating app and. At back then, we didn't know how serious coronavirus was. We were like, "You know, oh, maybe after two months, or it's going to be back to normal, stuff like that. So to to us, we didn't we we weren't bothered that we were, you know talking and say, getting to know each other, starting mm-hmm. to like each other in the pandemic because in our heads, we're going to be able to kind of see each other face to face, say, after a month, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was announced that, ooh, not really. We're going to extend <laughs> the quarantine, another period of lockdown and all of that. And, you know, this guy was so into me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so he decided to kind of like, I'm not going to wait till the quarantine is over. Can I can I visit you, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with all the health uh, observations or health protocols to check, I was like, okay. And then so he went to my house. We didn't really go out. We didn't really have a first date because we're yeah. a quarantine
1: right? You can't. So go you can't. For, for sure. go first
2: date, Just at home. Met at home. And then, yeah, the rest is history. So uh, <laughs> after... So he would just visit my, my house. Um, and after a while, I think around June. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So we got together eight, eight, April-ish. And then we... I moved in with him, June. Right? <laughs> so when you know, you know, man. When you know, you know. I, know, mean,
1: right? I couldn't could agree more to that. You know, you gotta pull the trigger if you feel that exactly. it's and right. You gotta,
2: make, you gotta make it work. Quarantine is hard. You know, it's, it's that. It's you, you, am, you know mm-hmm. what I'm?
1: You know what I'm? that is exactly what came to my thoughts. I mean, how could this couple <laughs> able to work around that situation? It, it must have been very tough. It and, was. Uh, it
2: was until. He said that, um, you know, hey, do you want to just, you know, move in with me? In my head, it wasn't permanent, like kind of like until the the restrictions are, are lifted, right? Yeah, that, that's yeah. what I had in mind. But then he proposed. So I'm like, okay, I'm never going home. <laughs> I'm never going home. I'm going to live here forever. <laughs> yeah,
1: awesome story. Awesome story. And guys, you know, for everybody tuned into our episode today, uh, mm-hmm. check them out. M, um, yeah. you want to share? Where can people yeah, you know, so get to hang out, to podcast
2: mm-hmm. So on Spotify, we are Stories After Swipe Right, and on our social media pages, we are at Stories After Swipe Right. You can also check out like our landing page. It's podcast after right
1: awesome awesome and guys check them out and anyway i'm going to be dropping links as well yeah, on this you. episode so people can really check you out and again uh coming from myself who is definitely a podcast lover since 2012 i've always <laughs> been checking out podcasts when i'm driving traveling mm-hmm. wherever mm-hmm. i go uh that is always in me i always download stuff you know on my phone listening oh, so guys yeah. check them out very, very cool. I think you guys are on season two right now.
2: Yeah, we are. We are on season yeah. two. Season two essentially is about relationships. So, you know, the all the good, the bu- the bad, and the ugly. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and I guess yeah. you talked about, you know, uh, taking turns and washing dishes. I think so. If uh, I, I remember your actress of color. So cool, 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 cool. Great, great topic, guys. Uh, tons of bums as well being thrown there. Uh, yeah. You know, and really helpful for couples, especially uh, if you're someone kind of like, you know, maybe in in the verge of uh, if you're someone new with yeah. online dating, uh, there are tons of tips uh, and takeaways that you can get out of their podcast show. So, pretty cool. Stories yeah. after Swipe, right, guys? Check them mm-hmm. out. And uh, I'm just really wondering about you, M, and uh, maybe it uh, goes with your uh, co host, Alex, and your, you know, uh, your partner in life now. Um, who you guys think is probably your biggest influence when it comes to running your podcast show? Any influencers worth mentioning, or what gave you the idea? Of even you know, uh, going online. Okay. Yeah, good
2: question influencers. We don't we don't really have any. I would say, but so pandemic couple. Going back to that story of how we met. Uh-huh. Um, we were because it's still locked down and all of that he used mm-hmm. to he lives in pasig and i used to live in Cubao, mm-hmm. um and so we were on the phone for freaking five hours right <laughs> five <laughs> hours on the phone and personally i've always wanted to start a podcast right because you know i'm very talkative i like Mm. to blab about stuff in my life so i've always wanted to to have my own podcast actually i wanted to be a radio dj way back and uh, it just didn't happen it just didn't happen for me um but I wanted to do a podcast and I was, we were talking on the phone for five hours and I was listening to Mm. this guy. I was like, Ooh, he sound good. I feel like we're going to sound good together. And so one of our conversations I mentioned, like uh, I think we were talking about relationship goals, like our bucket list, something like that. Mm. And I mentioned that I want to start up. I maybe want to start a podcast with you. And he was like, Oh, that's a good idea. He didn't, he didn't, you know, imagine himself doing a podcast. um, But he's also a speaker he's he's a motivational speaker by profession mm-hmm. he's also a trainer so you know he he knows his stuff he knows, he knows how to stuff. talk yeah, he's all for sure. and i felt like we should try it you know so what we did when we were just starting out we would just do test videos. so we're just gonna you know maybe drinking chilling hanging out
0: uh-huh. we're just
2: going to put our phone on video and just talk about random stuff about relationships. Like, for example, mm. do you believe in the saying, um, if you can't love me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Something like that. And we're just going to talk about it on, on, on camera and try to test uh-huh. chemistry and banter and all that. And I was like, "Oh, this is promising. <laughs> Push and go for it. <laughs> and so that, that's how it started. If we don't really... Well, I mean, we listen to other podcasts too for inspiration, but... You know, influence wise, it's really just an understanding between the two of us because we're very talkative and uh, we're passionate about um, each other and maybe, you know, promoting online dating, healthier relationships, healthier, more intimate relationships.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And uh, I could really hear it from your voices, guys, when I checked you out. You know, I started listening to episode number one of season two. Mm -hmm. The chemistry is indeed there, man. And you guys are very talkative yeah Yeah. imagine imagine listening to uh you know both of you uh Mm -hmm. you know i did listen it with my wife actually uh, i think it was last night when we we Uh did that we oh we were really impressed with how with how you you know discuss things certain topics that really interest would really interest people so it's really awesome but i mean apart from your 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 tandem and you know mm-hmm. the, the great chemistry you guys you guys are having. What are some of the challenges you you guys had to endure? You know, producing your podcast show at first.
2: <laughs> okay, the reason I laughed is because we were just talking about it earlier, right before I went on um, your podcast. Mm-hmm. A lot of people kind of like warned us that you know you should get you shouldn't get involved with your romantic partner in like a business venture on a project because mm. it can get tricky, right? Because you know, you're emotionally invested with say a business partner, in this case a co host. And okay. that that's very true. You know, like, we would sometimes have these petty fights, little disagreements every time, let's say, we are setting up our, our podcast studio or we're choosing mm. a topic, we're putting out, you know, our out- outline, we're planning mm. the season, etc. And I, I, w- I, w- I will not say that it's, you know, very smooth and perfect and all of that. We, we really kind of like from time to time get on each other's nerves. And I guess that's just a challenging part of it is to how do you stay a couple? <laughs> how do you stay a couple and not break up with your podcast project? um I mean, I, I'm obviously exaggerating, but. <laughs> Uh, Other than that, it's really just about, you know, finding a way to make a professional relationship work alongside your romantic relationship. And so far, it's been going well for us because I feel like it has brought us closer. You know, our project, our, our little podcast project uh which we actually treat as a business you know we're we're looking at at this podcast as a a venture that can potentially you know lead to a much bigger thing for mm-hmm. us um we want to master that balance in you know um being a, a couple a love in, in in a loving relationship mm-hmm. as well as partners in a very professional relationship so a little bit tricky but I think we're pretty we're doing pretty okay. I mean, I don't know about him to ask him. I don't know if it'd say yes, but to me, it feels like we're doing okay.
1: Man, man, very, very interesting there. I mean, yeah, it really made sense, M uh when you come to think of it because I, I myself i was I really had that thought in mind too uh to probably have my partner with me, you know. Yeah. Like, have show. you ever
2: tried having a project with your wife? Oh or? no.
1: But we, we are attempting to do so. Uh, we uh-huh. were, you know, we, we were thinking about it. Uh and uh, yeah that's a good thing to to think about because yeah. I am really short tempered and probably <laughs> that's gonna be one hell of a problem for us. Yeah. It's not for, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone.
2: So I guess when you go into that
1: re- You'd have to be ready <laughs> for anything that can happen, <laughs> good, bad, you know. But it's it's it's. I think I'm getting something from you uh, out of what you've said. <laughs> literally, uh, I kind of like. I never thought about it. Well, well, but but when you said that, you know, it was a bit of a challenge. You know, trying to pick a topic, whatever. Oh, no. You know, getting into the nerves of one another.
3: Hmm. Probably
1: that would happen to me somehow. So. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, But I. You wouldn't. You wouldn't go and do something
2: like a business project with your wife. I would
1: actually. I'm. I'm the only one who has been pushing that. uh, You Mm. know. uh, So far, but I'm now thinking twice. Actually. (laughs) 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 No, no kidding. No kidding. Um, Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the things that every every partnership should probably yeah. consider because it's a tough job i mean it is
3: tra- It is
1: trying to disconnect someone's personal relationship over mm-hmm. you know a business venture mm-hmm. that's going to be one hell of a challenge yeah. and again M, I i appreciate you for sharing that uh something <laughs> to something to think about
2: something yeah something to, to, to consider do. so again for your listeners if you're in a relationship or if you're married and you're thinking about starting a business with your partner from my experience, I would say go for it, but also try to kind of like answer that question for yourself. Are you going to yeah. be able to, you know, work in a professional manner with your partner?
1: Exactly. The balance not has to up. be there. <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly, not break up. Yeah. Because right? of it. yeah. Awesome. Awesome stuff. And I mean, we got a good run. We are right at what? Over 50 minutes. Or at, mm-hmm. Right at 50 minutes right now. So um maybe let's try and promote your stuff. What are you guys cooking? Any stuff that you want to promote, feel free to go ahead and do so.
2: Thank you. So first of all, I'd like to thank you for having me. It was a super fun episode. Um thank you for you know giving me the opportunity to share my thoughts about freelancing. Again, I'm super passionate about it. Um if it's something that you guys are considering, you know, for your listeners. I would really say go for it you know now is a perfect time to start exploring that industry or that profession as a freelancer um thank you you know for all, again allowing me also to talk about my podcast so our podcast is stories after swipe right and again our social media handles are at social uh, at stories after swipe right so Yeah, um, thank you so much, you know. Thank you, thank you. And it's been super fun. I think that you're doing an amazing job, you know, talking about freelancing and really helping out a lot of our freelancer friends. Um, Just really be inspired and be motivated to just go for it and make it big.
1: Exactly. Nothing but up, guys. Nothing but up.
2: Nothing but a that's, that's, that's,
1: that's the name of this podcast show, and again, <laughs> guys, true. check out M and Alex on yeah. After Swipe Riot. And anyway, I'm gonna be uh, again dropping links on this podcast epi- uh, episode uh, for us so that you can, you know, uh, seamlessly access uh, their show. And again, very, very interesting um, stuff. Uh, thank they, you they, so here.
2: You're me. amazing! Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah. No. Thank you. Thank you for agreeing to come here uh, tonight. Appreciate you for that. And just send my regards to Alex, by the way. Oh, well, he's here. Awesome. Awesome. He said, he said. <laughs> rock on. Rock on. Rock on, guys. Anyway, um, um, any final words for all of our aspiring freelancers out there that you can share?
2: I would say just maybe two things. Number one really work hard you know do your best work hard hone your craft love what you do and last one is just be brave you know be courageous to go for it be courageous to um really explore all the opportunities out there because what's the worst that could happen right the worst that could happen is you're gonna stay where you're at right now and i guess you know, there's always room to, to grow and to improve. So, yeah, just love what you do and be courageous. That's it.
1: Awesome stuff. Again, guys, that's straight from M. Weber. Appreciate you for those words. And any final words probably that you can share for all of our aspiring podcasters as well uh, that maybe starting out. Uh, Same <laughs> with us. Uh
2: yeah, same, you know, go for it. Really, be brave, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it. And again, ask questions. It's it's always helpful to ask questions. So um go to groups that can help you, you know, like podcast speech where where you and I yeah. met, right? So ask questions and just go for it.
1: Yeah, shout out to Podcast BH again. Uh great, great community. Tons of people that could also help you, and again, I couldn't agree more. If you're looking to starting out, you know, running your own podcast show, uh, yeah, just join the community. Uh, you know, uh, be with the amazing group of people inside. Uh, you know, lots, tons of value, Mm -hmm. uh, that you can get there. And again, uh, M, once again, it's been a good run we had on our show today. It's one of the most epic episodes I have. (laughs) No kidding.
2: Thank
1: you. No kidding. Thank
2: you. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. I mean, with the amount of bombs you've thrown and the takeaways people are getting <laughs> from this episode. Yeah. No no Thank wonder that we'll be all. probably breaking the the 1,000 download hits uh, that we had so far. Oh, yeah. Hopefully.
2: So anymore.
3: hopefully,
1: hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. We're going to come. We'll cross the bridge when we get there. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. All the all best. All right,
1: guys. I mean. Awesome let's call it a wrap it's been a good run m again once again thank you for being here and again this is jameer angelo your host for nothing but up the podcast this is episode number 23 peace y'all thanks for tuning in download this episode and pass on the news
0: hit like and subscribe Watch out for our next
1: episode coming out now coming out now